Rebuilding Your Life, Moving from Disaster to Prosperity with Susan Shereko, where we help you transform your life by changing what you're telling yourself. Whatever your circumstances, you can experience health, financial security, and a sense of well-being once again. And now, here's your host, Susan Shereko. Well, on behalf of Rebuilding Your Life Radio and the Train Your Brain, Climb Your Power Calls, welcome. Please recognize Prue McDonald to today's program. Prue has written a book called Stargazer. The book is a book about fairies. It's a children's picture book, with, which she did with the support of her partner, David, who edited the text, and also their illustrator. Um, what is the full name of the illustrator, Prue? It's, his name is Franz Cantor. Friends Cantor, okay. But what's so wonderful is having the, in, in reading her book, is having the opportunity to be like a child again, to think like one, but with adult values added in. So let's find out more in our conversation with Prue. Please wave your hands to welcome Prue McDonald. Good, thank you very much. How long did it take you to write Stargazer, Prue? It, I actually wrote it when I was in my 20s. And then a couple of years ago, I decided to pull it out of its folder and have a look at it again. So I probably rewrote it um, with different values of when I was 20. So it took me a couple of years to actually get it perfect <laughs> with the illustrations and layout and everything like that. Was that a, how, how do you find the talent that helps you do a book like this? You need an editor, you need an illustrator, you need graphics. Um, how did you find your way through that? It was basically a, a series of synchronicity, really. Um, I knew someone who knew someone. Um, yeah, I actually was going to a naturopath and she wrote books and she had a, a graphic designer who lived up in the Blue Mountains, which is a couple of hours from me. So she said, why don't you give her a ring? So I rang her and she said, send me the book. She loved the book. And I said, I need an illustrator. She said, I know the perfect illustrator. He lives in Melbourne and it was France. And, um, and I got talking to him and he also loved the book. And then David, of course, edited it for me. And so, yeah, it was a, a series of events really that led to the book coming out which I couldn't have really personally arranged it just kind of happened yes <laughs> it's meant to be right those I synchronicities think. have a certain sacredness to them it's well who are the main characters okay, so the main character is star she's a um, flower sprite of a beautiful stargazer lily and she is we follow her journey from within the earth to the, into this enchanted garden where she meets all these lovely whimsical creatures, such as Vaya, who's an unflappable butterfly, until he learns that he came from a caterpillar. Because one day they saw a caterpillar turn into a butterfly and he was horrified that he came from a caterpillar. He never quite got over that. <laughs> 
And then we have Aura, who was the <laughs> uppity spider, and then the Rose Sisters, who are an important part of her life because they're always there for her. There's a support system for her. And they're very lovable characters. So they're the major characters in the book. Now, what is her primary activity? What is it she's trying to do within the story? Mainly she's trying to find out who she is because she's come from within the earth. She arrives in the enchanted garden. She doesn't know that she's a flower. She doesn't have a name. So she spends her time trying to find out from the um, other creatures around her who she is, and then she, she needs a purpose. She's always looking for a purpose in her life, and she finds it difficult because she's very confined to her flower. She's very restless. She wants to be a butterfly. She wants to fly to other places. She wants to be a star when she sees the star in Moon's Garden. So she's always just searching and, and, and gaining knowledge. Yeah, she's a bit of a seeker of knowledge, really. So is there a message that you're trying to get across to young people? I think one of the messages is um, as about the healing ability of nature. So we all live in this very technological society, and I think um, children need to find a balance between technology and nature. So um, you, the children can immerse themselves in this tiny world of insects and spiders and birds and flower sprites, of course. And I'm, I hope that they understand that in this little world, this, the tiny creatures is just as important as the larger creatures in this world that we need to protect them and protect their environment so they can survive. Because I, I, I was reading somewhere like recently that, you know, without bees, this, this planet would not um, survive all that well. So these tiny creatures play a very important part in our existence. And she recognises this. Yes, I believe she does recognise how important all these little creatures are. Uh, that, that, um, that she meets and they also teach her a lot about who she is um, and they also teach her about things like the importance of friendship and uh, even dealing with loss uh -huh. at one point she loses her mentor really who is Zante um, the Aram Lily who is the wise sprite of the garden and Zante gets moved by a shadow she's a human and um, Star is absolutely devastated and then finally she realises that she, she's where she belongs. She always wanted to belong to the pond because they're lilies. They like dark and damp and, and um, she was in the garden. So she's, she needed to find where she belonged. And um, I think Star slowly realised that um, you have to let people go. And um, that was like looking at that loss. And have, they, sometimes people have to find where they belong and it might not be with you. Yes. Yes, well, that's a, a lifelong lesson to learn. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Is, is this your only book, Prue? No, it's not my only book. I have a new book coming out, hopefully towards the end of this year, which is called The Chuckle Wobbles, which is very different to Stargazer. It's about these little creatures who live on another planet called Mirth, um, very happy little creatures, and they go around the universe making other um, planets happy. So they visit a planet called Mopus where the doldrums live 
and the doldrums are all sad and weary and dreary. And these little um, main characters called Giggle and Cackle, they land on the planet and we see their journey through the planet as they find a doldrum who has the potential to have happiness in his heart. And, and that happiness is released bit by bit and then eventually happiness is released over a whole planet. So it's a bit of a fantasy trip. <laughs> but it is about um, moments of happiness in your life and the importance of, of remembering that we have happiness in our hearts but sometimes we forget it's there and get so um, bogged down in um, the, the things that happen to us, the negative things that happen to us. You've, you've mentioned a few such, you know, things that we have to survive or get through. Are, do you find that your books are a form of therapy for some aspects of your life when it was more difficult? I'm absolutely sure that I wrote books, um, especially during my younger years when I wrote a lot of these books originally, um, where I was very sick at the time. Um, I had glandular fever and I was sick for quite a long time and I believe that those books really helped me get through that period. And it was almost mm -hmm. like that period was meant to be because it, I couldn't work for a long time. So it gave me this chance to uh, discover that I had a talent for writing. So, so even my illness had so a purpose. It, it, was a, it was your blessing. Did you, have you also had life tragedies as an adult? As an adult, has this also been something that, where things have happened to you? I've had a lot of loss in my life. My husband, he died of cancer. I've had my mum and my brother-in-law, um, people that I'm extremely close to, um, also died of cancer. So I, I think, once again, the writing of the books really helped me get through this and um, bring some sort of closure. Actually, in Stargazer, um, my mum is that Aaron Lily Zanti because Zanti was my mum was very wise and she was a spirit of truth and so is Zanti in that book and I, I think the other significant loss was my grandmother who I was so close to and um, she really is represented by the Rose Sisters but she was a really lovable funny lady and um, a significant other to me just like the Rose Sisters they're funny and they're quirky and they're very significant to Star because they get her through good times and through bad times. Yes. So the, the book really does probably entail not just me, but other people in my life. <laughs> now, you also mentioned that your partner, David, um, was very supportive in helping you with the book. I think he, he was your editor. Was he involved? Is he personally involved in writing and publishing himself? No, he's not. And he didn't know he had this great talent until he started helping me because, I, I mean, I love writing, but I write a lot. So I need to be contained a little bit. And I got him to look at my book one day. He <laughs> was just saying, oh, we'll have to, you know, shorten this. And, and my grammar's not the best. And his grammar is just really perfect. So it just was another synchronicity <laughs> moment. Um, he had no idea that he was so good at this. And because he knows me so well, um, he can work with me on a, you know, a really good level, personal level. Yes. Yeah, it's been a blessing, that one. That's wonderful. Yes, absolutely. Um, now, when you first published the book, what was its path? I mean, how did it, 
did it all get done with one publisher? Did you have to go to a variety of publishers? Was it a journey to speak of? It, it was a very big journey. I had no idea what publishing was all about. <laughs> I just thought you put your book out there because I decided to self-publish um, for the reason that I wanted to control the editing and the, uh, the, uh, the layouts and who does my drawings and things like that. Um, so I went to um, Balboa first and, um, and that was quite a rocky ride for me. Um, it didn't kind of work out. So then this year I changed publishers, went to Book Trailer Agency and just found a lot more, um, in, I was much more in tune with them and they were much more in tune with what my book needs to be marketed because the marketing is such a big part of publishing which I didn't understand when I first started out I just thought the book would sell itself <laughs> shock horror <laughs> yeah. I, I think I think I, a lot of first-time authors feel that way I certainly did when my book came out I I didn't know anything about the marketing Ironically, because in, when I was in my early 20s, I actually owned a tiny, so it was a, quite a learning curve for me to see all the things you need to do in order to get your book out where people will notice it and pick it up. So I'm glad you're having a good experience with Book Trail. They, they ha I've come to them as well, and they are, have been wonderful for me uh, in helping me do things. So what have they arranged for you uh, in order to get your promotions done? Okay, well, they've arranged a lot of interviews. Um, I had one with Kate Delaney, one with Dr. Angela, and with you as well. And I think the interviews are really important because I think maybe the people need to know who's behind the book. I think that's really important. Yes. And I didn't understand that until I got mm -hmm. the book trailer. So the interviews have been very important and also encouraging me to um, do it locally as well, like put my book in bookstores or Ken Book mm -hmm. Fair or go to libraries and read to kids and they've encouraged me to take that on as well which I hadn't even thought about doing before yeah I think you will have so much doing book readings with children whether they're in school or in the libraries because they will so love these characters that they will be so filled with joy I think they will really you know just sparkle your enthusiasm to see their response. Um, are you on the internet anywhere? I, I believe that I, well, I'm getting an animation done at the moment. So that should be coming onto the internet within the next couple of months. So I think that will be really beautiful. Um, and- Oh, I bet. Yeah. And I've got a, a website where it's got all the interviews on it and how you can get the book, mm -hmm. et cetera. Yes. Are you, are the, is the book available or both books? Will they be available on Amazon? Yeah, that, yeah, they are available on Amazon, but you have to put in Amazon and then Book Trail Agency, and that will take you to where you can buy the book. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. Okay. That's good to know. I think it, it would be frustrating if people had to search to find you. So it's amazon.com forward slash book trail agency yes or is it a dash yes it's a dash yes okay and your website is prue mcdonald all one word no dots and dash 
Choose. Yeah, well, so my, my website's a bit complicated. So it's it's children's fantasy novels. And then you put Prue McDonald oh, yeah. after that, and that will take you directly to my website, which is Kids or Inspiring Books. Um, sounds a bit complex, but that's how it works. And then you can also buy the book mm -hmm. from my website. Awesome. That's great. So you look as you look forward and you what what kind of children will read the book? How old will they be? At the moment, I'm just probably aiming towards six to 12 year olds. That seems to be my favorite. I didn't know that was my favorite group, but that's what my stories tend to be aiming at. Um, I don't know whether I did that doing um, older children, but I just love that age group. And I think there's a lot to teach that age group. They're very open to ideas. Mm -hmm. I agree with you. They're, they're charming at that age till they get to puberty. <laughs> okay, I'll keep writing for this. <laughs> <laughs> what message do you want these children to take away? I, I want them to take away that each of every one of them is important um, and to believe in yourself and to see beyond your limitations. And my motto to all those children out there is that imagination can take you anywhere you want to go and you can be whoever you want to be. Because that's worked for me in my life, yeah. Power of the mind to create. It's a wonderful, wonderful tool. Um, what are you writing next? <laughs> I am assuming you're writing again. I, I am writing again. My next book is actually about a, a rabbit and a mouse. And I, I know a lot of people do rabbits and mice because they're such cute little creatures. Um, and it's actually set on the property that I live on in the rainforest. And it, it's, it's about being wise, how to, how to be a wise warrior, how to um, fight with words and, and not, not with, you know, with fists and things like that. So, and it's also about um, your individuality and believing who you are because the rabbit and the mice, they're very different looking to all other rabbits and all other mice. So they have to learn to love who they are. So it's very much about being different, accepting your differences and accepting who you are and learning to love yourself. That's a good message. Because, you know, as we grow up, we go through so many phases from the cute little child to the, the gangly teenager to the re recreated, resurrected child who now is the beautiful, you know, prom queen back to being in college and having to start all over again. It was reinventing ourselves as we go through all the passages in life. And it's, it's a nice trait to teach children that this is what we do. We love ourselves as we are and we keep moving forward. So kudos to them. Love, yes, love I think message. that's just an important one. It's something I'll have to learn. Um, to when do you think that'll be out? Um, that probably be <laughs> next year for sure. It might be this year. Yes, I still haven't done the illustrations for that one. So, but it's written, it's ready to go. Just have to get France on board again. Because <laughs> he'll, I'm hoping he'll do those illustrations <laughs> as well. Yeah, I think I can explore his lifetime. <laughs> yeah. 
Now, you just you just mentioned the rainforest a minute ago, and I don't think I heard you say that when I first spoke with you. So I don't know what it's like to live in a rainforest. I'm a bit more more close to the desert right now. Um, what is it like? Are your books set in the rainforest? Um, certainly this latest one, the one about the, the rabbit and the mouse, is set in the rainforest because they're little creatures that I see all the time. Um, but being in a rainforest means that it's four seasons in a day. Um, it's hot and then it's freezing cold and then it's raining and then it's misty. But it's very beautiful. And the rainforest itself is just exquisite when you go inside, the dappled light on the floor. And we have wombats wandering around and wallabies and foxes chasing. I saw a fox chase a butterfly the other day. It was, um, it was quite beautiful. So, yeah, so we really live in, in the... Um, There's another book for... Another book, for yeah, yeah, about a fox. Never-ending <laughs> <laughs> well, ideas for, for books. <laughs> That's right. There really are. Well, that's, you know, if, uh, if the next book is coming out in sometime in 22, yes, uh, this will be lots of fun to look forward to. So thank you very much for coming by to visit with us today. It's, it's always a joy uh, to, to learn about children's books. They are so delightful and imaginative and you can't help but be happy when you hear about them. So thank you for sharing. Thank you so much for having me, Susan. Thank you. I'd like to thank our listeners as well. Um, we've been talking with Prue McDonald, specifically about her book, Stargazer, which is a wonderful moment with fairies. So thank you again, Prue. Um, we appreciate so much your taking the time to be with us today. And as we close out today's call, I'd like to ask you, if you are a person who has it yet, it can take years. Look at Prue. She started to write when she was a child, and it didn't surface for a while. And now she lives in a delightful world of fairies and imagination. So I invite you to explore your dreams, too. If that sounds like something you'd like to do, please DM me. That's direct message me on Facebook, Susan Shereko. I have a small group where we do just that. We discover what's emerging for each of us so that we can pursue our dreams. So I'd love you to contact me and let me know that you're interested. So that's it for today's program, everyone. Thank you very much. Bye for now and have a great day. Thank you very much for tuning in today. If you've been inspired by this show, leave a rating or review on iTunes and visit www.rainbowsoverruins.com to receive a free chapter from Susan's book. On behalf of Susan Shereko, this has been Rebuilding Your Life, Moving from Disaster to Prosperity, sharing the journeys of those affected by sudden and great loss and what they did to heal, rebuild, and where they are now. 